You're listening to the 15th episode of The Female Health Show. My name is Raquel. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm talking about Switch Off Sundays, why I created it, and my morning routine as well. Let's get into it. I had a client request that I talk about my Switch Off Sundays and why I do it. So I'm going to take you through what I do on a Sunday. It's not that exciting. It's not that fun. Obviously, in lockdown right now, I can't do very much. So it's very limited. And being at home is, well, being at home for the last seven months has been interesting, to say the least. I have found myself bored more times than I can count and also in a work frenzy more times than I can even count as well, (laughs) if that even makes sense. So pretty much I decided to switch off Sundays because I was finding myself so distracted, so heavily influenced about work, always thinking about social media and content that I wanted to create. I found myself comparing myself and other people's work ethic and my work ethic. I just found myself in a rut with technology because I am now home 24-7. So I work from home and I also train at home. I eat at home. I sleep at home. All the usual human things at home plus work. So it felt like I couldn't separate work from normal life. And also, given that we can't leave our household and go anywhere really exciting and do anything different, it's been a little bit dismal. So I decided to change my habits and switch off my phone on Sundays pretty much. I turn off my social medias. I'm still contactable, but I turn my social media off. I don't feel like I need to carry my phone everywhere with me. So it feels really relaxing. It feels really nice and peaceful. So on Sundays, what I'll typically do is I wake up slowly, I wake up with my partner, we end up eating together usually, and I might go for a walk, take my dog for a walk, I'll clean my room. I love cleaning my room. I vacuum clean my carpet, but I put like a half a cup of vinegar, a full cup of water, and like essential oils in the mixture, and I use one of those like nozzle spray things, and I spray it all over my carpet. I let it sit for like 10, 15 minutes max, and then I vacuum clean over it, and it just makes the carpet, it's got a little bit of a vinegar smell, but it eventually goes away. It's just like an antibacterial kind of concoction that I found from like a toxins coach on Instagram, and I'll put her Instagram link in the show notes if you want to go and find her. But yeah, so I've been doing that on my carpet every Sunday. I love it. It's a really nice little practice. I clean my bathroom. I clean my wardrobe. Jordan's moved into my house. So there ain't a lot of space in my room right now. So I'm trying to find more space by getting rid of other things in my room. And every single you know week, you get accumulation of things. We also order a lot of stuff online. So we're just trying to make room, clear out the boxes, just, just make some room. So it's really nice to do that. The other thing that I do is I garden. So I have my own little greenhouse. And in my greenhouse, I've got strawberries, I've got mint, I've got rosemary. Unfortunately, I can't grow any summer fruits because Bunnings seems to have run out of like vegetable seeds and like plants and stuff. So I don't know what's happening and I haven't been able to get my hands on anything. So I have no summer fruits, but I've been mani- I've managed to actually grow my own potatoes from home, my own white potatoes, which has been so exciting. It's so exciting to see them grow. And I, I just did not expect it to happen. I didn't think that I could do it. And I, I heard this quote this morning. It was like, the best way to learn is through failure. I was so afraid of gardening and I was so afraid that I was going to kill my plants. And yes, I, I have killed some of my plants and there have been times still where they wilt and die. I don't like saying it, but it's true. But I've learned. And I also invested a little bit of money, like $30 in a book 
to learn about my plant symptoms. I could easily have done that online, but I like having the book in front of me. I like just flicking to the page. It feels a little more authentic. I don't know why, but that's why I bought it. Anyway, so I've had a look and I've um, learned a little bit from the book so far, but it's got a lot of landscaping in the book, which I don't use because I don't have a house. Anyway, moving on. So my gardening, I do that in the morning, water my plants. Usually on Sundays, it's been beautiful weather. So I've been hanging out outside on my balcony and just enjoying the sunshine. I've been loving it. It's awesome. So after my gardening, after my cleaning, the breakfast, the walking, I might do some form of exercise. Like we might play basketball or we might go kick a footy around or we might just go train downstairs um, in my gym room area, I suppose, that we've got in our household now. So there's seven of us living in a house. And so we all, all seven of us love the gym. <laughs> so we've kind of decked out our gym room um, in order to satisfy our gym needs. And it is, it's definitely doing the job, but sometimes, my goodness, sometimes just, just, we just miss the gym. We just really miss the gym. But anyway, so might train. Sometimes I don't really train. Most of the time I'll either meal prep and prepare some food for the next couple of days ahead. And now that outdoor training has come back, yes, I need to start preparing some food just to keep me um, in my routine because I am moving around from in and outdoors now, not just being at home, sitting on my desk, watching my clients on my computer. The other thing that I'll do is I paint, read, I also and I also journal. So the painting and you guys can go and get one of these. It's really, really fun does take a lot of time so I'd recommend doing it with someone because it does make it go a little bit quicker and it also is just like a bonding experience so I've got a paint by numbers um, frame or picture but and basically what you do is you choose a photo you like they send it out to you and the photo comes but it's on like a massive canvas type texture sheet and it comes to you they give you paints they give you paint brushes and you paint each of the sketch so it's in a sketch form now not the photo it's in a sketch and you paint the sketch to end up making it look like the photo it's really fun and I've been enjoying that so me and Jordan have been painting one at the moment we're almost finished he just chimed in the other day and I was afraid he was gonna like mess it up and then he started painting that was really loving it so we actually spent like eight hours on Sunday just painting it was it was fun (laughs) it was fun Um, it was really nice and we got through it and we were really excited to do it And we were really excited to keep going with it. So we did a little more the next day so we could finish it off. And we're probably going to do some today as well because there's just little bits to go. And you'll probably see it on Instagram. I'll post it up when we're done. The other thing that I've been doing is reading, like I said. So I've been reading via um, reading scientific journals or psychology. I've just been reading books and I quite enjoy reading books. I think it's really nice to just lay in bed and read. I find it really relaxing and I also take notes. So books that have got a lot of information that I can apply and use with my clients and myself. I put a lot of like highlighters, pens. I use um, little sticky notes. I'm not afraid to touch my books. I know a lot of people are a bit funny about writing in their books or leaving notes but to me the book is like my bible in a sense like if I'm going to read a book I want to be able to use the information that's in there and not have to sift through the index constantly just to find what I'm looking for so when I know that I've got sticky notes and highlighters and various colors to um you know, make me find information faster than I definitely going to do that. And I love it. It's really, really nice. It's a really nice practice. And if you don't want to harm the book, just put a, you know, a sticky note in there and then you don't have to touch the book anyway. You can just take it out. Journaling is something else that I really quite enjoy. I find journaling just exposes, exposes things that I'm feeling at the surface and also deep. 
sometimes my being on my phone 24 7 makes me feel really uncomfortable you guys got to understand that my work right now is pretty much an online service besides from the outdoor training so the content the education the information and the things that i learn are all online everything is online and you also need to understand that i've got a lot of clients i've got clients client questions i'm checking in with a lot of people i have friends as well and we're all talking i'm constantly talking that's the only way to communicate as well so i'm on my phone 24 7 so it's nice to do something that is not so it's not so technology based so journaling reading and writing is really relaxing and the journaling as i was saying is really helpful for me because it allows me to unpack what i'm thinking or if i've got some like surface issue mood issues like i've been finding in the isolation that because we can't go anywhere in Melbourne, we're not allowed to leave outside 5Ks and we can't go you know, hiking, we can't go camping, can't go to the beach, like I can't do those things that I would love, I can't see my friends, I can't go to the, you know, a different park, I can't go to the city, I can't go shopping, I can't see different things and do different things and see different people. You know, I love you, mum, but I need to see different people. So anyway, yeah, journaling just helps me unpack my thoughts and I just pretty much write whatever's on my mind. So even if I repeat the same thing again, I just write it out again. Like if it's obviously something that's coming up quite often and it means it needs attention or it means that I need to actually you know, have a look at this a little bit deeper. The other great thing about journaling is that when I journal and then I put my words on paper, sometimes it allows me to see how irrational or how silly that idea or that thought really is you know when you've got you know when you have an idea in your head or you think about something 24 7 and you just think you're crazy and then you write it on paper and it just feels like a a release like sometimes you don't want to express everything to everyone sometimes you don't want to tell everyone everything and it's fine we all have our own insecurities or our own issues and our own problems and sometimes you don't want to tell anyone about it sometimes you don't want anyone's ideas or opinions of it and that's fine I, I, I completely understand with that I completely empathize with that. Sometimes I just want to figure it out on my own. Sometimes there's an and there's a time when it's too much. You need help. But most of the time, problems that are arising are usually quite small. And if I write them down, I just feel a little, like free. I feel like it's a release. And then if it's a really bad problem, then I'll turn to Jordan or I turn to my mom or I turn to my sister and we talk and I chat. I need some help. Um, and it pretty much goes like that. Like I've been thinking about this and it just, does, it's, I don't understand it. And then you find clarity and you find other ideas from other people's thoughts and perspectives. So sometimes for me personally, in the way that I think, I like to figure it out and see my thoughts first before I express them all the time. Because sometimes when you express them, you realize, oh God, that doesn't even make sense. It's just, it's just a weird thought. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't relate. It doesn't have any relevance. It's not really that important. And it just kind of goes on the back burner. Um, and that's what I do. And I find that really helps in the evening. If I'm thinking about things and I can't sleep, I write it out on paper and I fall asleep instantly because all my thoughts are on paper. And if I forget anything, it's there in the morning, I'll wake up and I don't even, I don't even look at the paper again in the morning. It's just nice to have that there. So yeah, that's, that's what I do on Sunday at the moment. I think when COVID is over, I'm still going to keep the switch off social media on a certain day because I think it is quite nice to have some space to not think about work 24-7. For me, that's what it's like. I'm always thinking about work. I'm always scheduling in things. I'm always doing stuff. And previous to my switch off Sunday, like what I do on Saturday is I make sure my week ahead is all organized. 
everything is set. My clients, my schedule, where I'm going to be, what I'm doing, it's all ready to go. So on Monday, and of course there might be things that change, but by Monday it's all set up. And if anything does change, it's fine. It's easy to maneuver that around. But I don't have to be thinking about that on a Sunday. That's the worst day to be thinking about things. You know, you just want to relax. So that's um, that's pretty much it. The best thing that I do in the mornings, which I was saying in the intro, was I have a little product productivity hack and I don't use my phone before I eat breakfast. So my phone's on airplane mode the entire night. I set my phone on charge and then I put on airplane mode and I go to bed. And my phone does not come back on until I wake up in the morning at all until I've eaten. I usually wake up at about 6 37 o'clock. My partner's up quite early. He goes to work and I'm also awake quite early with him because the sun's been out lately. So it's been quite nice when it's raining. I'd probably just snuggle in, stay in bed till like seven o'clock anyway. But yeah, I'm awake at 6 37 o'clock. And so I go down, make my breakfast uh, and then I eat. And then I probably turn my phone on about 10, 15, 30 minutes later, see any notifications I've got, which there usually are quite a few. And then depending on how many or what I'm seeing on the notification panel, I may respond just then and there or I may wait. It just depends on A, the urgency and B, how I'm feeling and what I need to do with work wise, need to concentrate. I think being at home, it's important to separate because I've got a schedule. So I need to stick to that schedule. I need to separate, you know, using my phone because if I use my phone in the morning, I'll probably procrastinate and I probably and I probably won't get enough work done. So it just depends on the urgency. Once I've done the most important things and got the most important messages out the way, usually then I'll respond to other things and get those other ones out the way as well. I treat my messages as work. This is work. So I need to have time allocated for it because there are some times when I use my phone for work and then I end up not using it at all for work because I end up procrastinating going on Instagram. It's just an impulse behavior and it's really frustrating. So yeah, that's how I use my phone and I hope that kind of makes sense at least and maybe gives you some ideas of how you could use yours. I strongly believe in this Switch Off Sundays and I'm going to continue it. I might even extend it from a Saturday midday to the full Sunday. I think it's just really nice being in isolation and being off the phone. Um, it's it's annoying being on my phone 24-7, especially when there's nothing else really going on. Um, and the other reason why I switch off my phone, which I didn't go through, is because my family's home. My family's home and that's the only time that, you know, when we're not really all working. I'm home 24-7. My sister's home pretty much, you know, all the time. And so is my step-grandma who lives here. But I don't really see them all the time where, you know, we're in our own rooms. We're doing our own things. We're doing work, you know, seven different study areas for us. We've got to use the space we got. Um, the other thing is, you know, I don't see my mom, my stepdad, my boyfriend and my sister's partner all the time. So it's nice when we're all together on a Sunday to spend time with each other and not be on my phones. You know, I think the worst thing is when you're, you know, in a gathering sense, when you're with your family or your friends and everyone's on their phone or they're not attentive. I, I, I really don't like that. I think it's not just rude, but it, it's almost like there's more important stuff on your phone when it's really not like life is so short and you want to have that. I want to have those memories with people, but not with them on their phones. Like, you know, where there's people in your life who you're like, I really like spending time with them or I wish I saw this person more, except they're quite boring without their phone. Like they can't have a conversation without their phone. Like the phone is like that barrier to entry to this person. You can't talk to this person without them having their phone on or next to them or vibrating or them checking their phone every notification they get. Like if I get a notification, I'll look at it after. I'm not going to look at it instantly. 
I don't like I don't like that. It's just something. It's just my personal preference. I like to have a conversation and see someone's eyes and see someone's expressions and talk about things rather than just talk about it and go yeah 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 and then look at your phone again. I think that's rubbish. I think that's a terrible way to connect, and that's not how humans connect. I think that's how we build you know, awkward encounters, I think. And I mean, I understand for some people it is hard to converse and some people get in their shell and they are a little bit more introverted. I understand that completely. But I think if you, you know, if you know your family members and you know your friends, you know, surely you can get off your phone. Anyway, that's just my personal thoughts. (laughs) Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening so far. This was longer than what I thought it was going to be. I did not think. I thought it was going to be like a five-minute episode. This turned out to be almost 20 minutes. Oh, my God. I could talk, hey? I will be back on here very soon. I release two episodes a week, and you can expect the next week to be releasing a supplement, a supplement episode. Okay, shout out to my client for suggesting this episode. It's a great idea. I'm really excited to have that one. I can't wait to talk about it. There'll be a blog post as well that is also quite useful. It'll pretty much be what I'm saying, but if you like to read things, it'll be there as well. And you can constantly refer back to that as quick information. You can find that on RaquelFitPT.com, on my website and blog post, the supplements article. It'll be there when the episode is released, I promise. And don't forget, subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think who needs to hear this. 